0: Hello once again to all of our listeners out there. We bring you another episode of Phil and Tim Talk About Stuff.
1: Yeah, we do. Bringing
0: it. And this episode, we are happy to say, is about Black Panther.
1: Uh, yeah. All the Black Panther goodness. Yes. Uh... That's what it is. That's what it's about.
0: (laughs) So, we're gonna get straight into it. How did you feel coming into this movie?
1: Uh, I was pretty excited for it. Black Panther was a standout for me in Civil War, as far as just... Obviously, the way he looks and his action scenes are really cool. For sure. uh, I just thought the character was really interesting. And so I was really excited. It's something that Marvel announced a while ago that they were going to be doing. So it's kind of been on the table, and we were kind of wondering when it would happen. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I was definitely really excited for it. I probably... I wouldn't say I was, like, <clears throat> Avengers level or, you know, something like that stoked for. Yeah. maybe... Um, maybe even like Civil War excited for it, but I was definitely really anticipating it and I was excited to see what they would do, kind of what route they would go with it. So yeah yeah I, 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 was, I was looking forward to it.
0: I feel similarly. It seemed that a lot of people really got uh, really dug him and really got a lot out of his character from Civil War uh, and they yeah. really liked that he was like included in, to such a great degree in that movie. Taking into part two of that, like the lead up from like the whole Marvel universe, that was the last time we saw him was in Civil War. Yeah. And then, you know, we had Civil War and then it was Doctor Strange, and then we had Guardians two, and then we had Ragnarok. Yeah. And then it wasn't until this weekend that we got to see Black Panther again. Like he wasn't in any of the any of like the cameo spots or anything yeah. like that. So
1: Yeah. Or post credit scenes, nothing like that. Yeah.
0: Do you think that hype from like see him in civil war had just like just hung on you know like people were just like that was enough yeah. for a lot of people to get them stoked I, for a movie two years away I, mean,
1: I think so um and i think too because like not only was he a big player in civil war but then also like the i think it was like the first post post credit scene maybe of when cap and t'challa take bucky to wakanda to try and like him Mm -hmm. i think that also too it was so not like not only was he prominent in that but then him being in a post-credit scene i think kind of signified to people like oh hey he's gonna have like not only him but also like wakanda itself is going to play a big part Mm -hmm. um and then also too like that last shot of the giant like panther coming out of the mountain is also super cool. cool um and then like you you've had also too like the Avengers Infinity War trailers and lead up and in all those trailers you see Wakanda is also a really big part. So I think though they haven't, you know, it was a little bit of a time between Civil War and Black Panther. I think that they've done a good enough job of keeping him still like relevant. And, and also too like the casting announcements and Who was going to direct it and all that kind of stuff definitely helped build the hype.
0: For sure. Also, another point to like, I think would be important to bring up is that the last three movies have been Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, and Thor Ragnarok, which have arguably, besides like Ant-Man, been like the most interesting movies and like have offered so much like different stuff to both like the MCU and just like as films.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So I think that also added a lot to people wanting to see something different and like, is black Panther going to be, you know, is it going to be like an iron man? Is it going to be like one of these cat movies that's kind of like political and stuff, or is it going to be like one yeah. of these crazy movies that we've been getting?
1: Yeah. It was definitely going to be an interesting thing to see, um, kind of which way they would, they would take it because we don't really have any kind of like precedent, you know? Yeah. And, and black Panther is not, is isn't such a well-known character that there was like a particular story arc that were like, oh, I really hope they like do this, per- you know, particular thing, or I hope they do that particular thing. Like, there was a lot, there was more kind of freedom, I think, there for them to kind of do something the way they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I think so too. Like besides like the diehard Jack Kirby fans and stuff who have loved yeah, Black yeah. Panther forever, but. Yeah, yeah. The general audience, that's not the case. Like, there's still, like, who is this guy and what can we expect from this character?
1: Yeah. And I think. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: The hype definitely seemed to hold up and they seemed to do a really good job of marketing it and people were really excited and I think that translates really well to the big blockbuster box box office office. that it had. Yeah.
1: Crazy. Yeah. I mean, they. What was funny is like a month ago, it was tracking at like 100 to like 120 million of like and people pre-order like, sales or what Well, well, like that was just kind of like what the estimate mm. they thought would be for like opening weekend, okay. which even then a lot of people were like, "Wow, that's pretty good considering that like <clears throat> I think like Doctor Strange I don't remember. One of the one of the previous, I think it was Doctor Strange, I think did like 90 million or like just under a hundred million for its like first opening weekend, which, I mean, for like a standalone like introduction to a character, like that's an awesome, you know, that's an amazing number. Yeah. And so they were kind of like, wow, like hundred 120 that's that's a lot. And then as like kind of word of mouth started getting out, it was like, oh well, maybe it'll do hundred and fifty, you know, and like wow, hundred fifty million opening weekend, like that's that's a pretty pretty strong going for for that. And then. And then leading up, like, after, like, Friday, Saturday, um, and then, like, Sunday morning, which is usually when they kind of give the estimates as to what it's going to do over the weekend, it was pegged at, like, 190, like, right around 190, and people were like, holy cow, like, that's insane, Mm -hmm. and it put it, like it put it like fifth all time highest domestic opening or something like that which is nuts. That's amazing. Um and and then Monday the numbers came out and they had actually estimated low and it ended up doing another 10 more million than they thought it was going to do <laughs> on a Sunday and so it it cracked the 200 million which is like insane like insane like the, yeah. because the fact that the the movie pro- like the movie's production costs was probably 200 to 250 million. So it's like yeah. they've already made basically their money back in the <laughs> yeah. opening weekend. The, the craziest yeah. thing, like the craziest statistic that I've heard, is that Black Panther, over its four day total, so from Friday to Monday, will do more domestically than Justice League Dig in its entire theatrical run.
0: Yeah, that's very similar is to uh, Last Jedi. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. So I... Yeah, for a character
0: that's like... I don't know. I
1: don't know, man.
0: For a character that's coming out of nowhere, basically for this general audience, who are just stoked because they saw him in Civil War, and for them to not know like yeah. what kind of movie they're going to get, for them to do more business than the Justice League,
1: <laughs> to yeah. mo- do more business yeah.
0: than Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman on the same damn team is nuts. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's that was my thought too. I was like good lord, like you're talking about some of the most marketable and storied superheroes mm-hmm. of all time. Absolutely. And yeah, I don't know. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And there were some other numbers that I was really surprised with. Uh it was the highest opening weekend for a uh, February and then also yeah. the highest the highest grossing film for uh, an African American director of all time, which is crazy to me. Yeah,
1: well, that make that would make sense. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. it it's gonna make a ton of money. Like, it's <laughs> it's gonna make a ton of money. Yeah. Like, I, it's I, I think worldwide, and it hadn't even opened in like major markets. But I think like the total weekend take worldwide was like around four hundred and thirty million or something. Wow. Which is it's, like that's crazy for. You know, just for a weekend, so, and it hadn't yeah. opened, in, I think the major, it hadn't opened in Russia, China, and then one other major market, so, I mean, make making that Disney money, yeah. you know, that's just what they do. Yeah,
0: that's their business, and business is good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, business is real good.
0: Business is a booming. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about, summarize our thoughts, like, what did you think about the move as a whole?
1: Um, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't think it was. There were some people that are like, "Oh, it's it might be my favorite Marvel movie," or "Oh, it it might be, you know, top three best Marvel movies." And I don't know if I, I feel that. I definitely want to see it again um, mm-hmm. to kind of just you know finalize my thoughts on it. But I really enjoyed it. I thought overall um, the, the characters, the I think the the, the main standout is is the characters of this movie Definitely. there's there's so many good ones um you know all the supporting cast is phenomenal the villains are fantastic like there's a lot of really good characters that surround black panther in this mm-hmm. um Waka- Waka- wakanda looked super cool yeah um, it was a beautiful costumes and the design yeah all of it was really cool um yeah overall i think it was really well done that's kind of marvel's thing is they don't really do things that aren't really well done you know usually they're yeah. all really all their stuff is solid so yeah uh so yeah i thought it was amazing and i thought i thought that you know it was a really fun time like the the action scenes were cool uh seeing black panther be black panthers you know it's such a cool thing to, yeah. to see. And some of the some of the, the technology that Wakanda had and, like, the crazy mix of science slash magic-looking stuff was <laughs> yeah. all, always really cool. Yeah, very cool. But, yeah.
0: Going into it, I had heard a lot of stuff. You know, I, I don't usually let, like, other people's opinions or, like, things that I hear, like, affect how I enjoy a movie or anything like that. But I heard, like, one interesting thing when somebody compared it to James Bond. And I was like, okay, that's something... Oh, yeah. That I love, like James Bond was like my first hero. Yeah. So that was a big deal to me. And I was like, okay, I'm very interested to see how they drew this kind of parallel to it. And then that, that yeah. first scene where, you know, he's Ground King and his first mission, they go to South Korea to do that, that vibranium deal. I was like, this is just James yeah. Bond. And I love it. Oh, that. yeah. This is totally. so cool.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, totally.
0: Yeah. The cast of characters is phenomenal. And I, I was really expecting like cuz we've been getting these kind of more colorful movies like these Jack Kirby inspired movies like Guardians and Thor yeah. were both very colorful and very vibrant because they you yeah. know they're, they're cosmic and stuff so they're out there in outer space and you know it makes sense. Oh, yeah. And in this movie it wasn't there was it was really limited in the way that they used that mm-hmm. like you see it in the the ancestral plane like the the awesome like sunset that they had yeah, there that was, was super beautiful. Cool. And but I did really like the way that I guess it's part of the directing, the way that they use colors. If you look at like the first combat scene where he has to fight M'Baku, Baku, if you look up at like on the backdrop of the cliff, like everybody is like in a rainbow, organized yeah. in a rainbow, and I was just like, This is really cool. Like this is really well done and I love it. Like so even if it wasn't as crazy, like even though Black Black Panther's a Jack Kirby character, it and it wasn't like this crazy, vivid color scape you know it wasn't like blowing your yeah. minds and stuff they still like put thought into what they did and I think it it kind of gave it it's own identity and like all the, the different tribes having their different colors worked really well and I, I thought it was really pretty.
1: I agree I, I thought the like I said the production design was on point I think you know, production and costume design was really really good um, I think they did a really really good job with it and yeah I was going to say I, I think it overall was really well executed and you know for ryan coogler to direct it you know he did he's in a couple films and you know he did creed which is a pretty big movie i guess but not on the scale that that a marvel film is so i think he did a really really good job he did a really really good job with it and i'm excited to see what other big franchise stuff that he gets because he's Mm -hmm. definitely going to be getting some yeah for sure um and uh and I think it'll be interesting to see what he does, yeah. kind of going on. Not only smaller stuff, but like I said, the the blockbustery stuff.
0: I think he's a really good storyteller, and uh, there were a couple of times in the movie where I, you know, I had like you know being storyteller minded myself. Like I knew what was happening, like you can tell with yeah. uh, with Killmonger. Like okay, they're related, and then yeah. later on you see that uh, when he's escaping, you see that he actually has the ring and it's like, Mm -hmm. that's the, you know, the indicator for everybody else. Like, okay, there's something there and they're related. And I thought he did a couple of of really good points where he, he let people know without telling them. And then later had the points where people who aren't as like into it, like maybe didn't pick up on it early, could actually get it and have something physical to like indicate something. So I thought that was really good. Uh, point of
1: storytelling on his part yeah definitely he had a lot of really good uh, I think he had a number of really good points and I think that some of the parallels that he drew between things and and kind of the things he would set up earlier in the movie and then the payoff towards the end and you're like oh yeah that's you know I I think he handled a lot of that kind of stuff really well Um, yeah I mean he's a good director so I think he did a very good job with the overall story and kind of moving things along Yeah,
0: absolutely. Was there anything in the story that kind of like stood out to you, like as kind of of like a flop, like it didn't really connect with you, like anything you didn't like? Um, I
1: mean, I don't think anything story wise necessarily did that. Um, Overall, I think the story kind of moved through very well, and there was a point to everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I the only the main issue I had, I at least for kind of the the. Especially towards the big, more like earlier part in the film was just some of the editing. It felt a little weird to me, like some of the kind of just the way you were going in and out of the story and like the different places you were going. I don't know. It just kind of felt a little disjointed, and then kind of found itself towards you know the la- latter half kind of got on track for me. But overall, I think all the story, the story worked, and I think all the story points were necessary. Uh, I, I didn't think that there was anything that was just in there for, like, no reason, or, like, it didn't actually have a purpose tying into the main overall arc. I think all the little side things and different branches that you go off of were kind of necessary for the overall story.
0: Yeah. I was kind of impressed by the editing, and it may have just been that I've been watching a lot of stuff that is actually, like, really disjointed and, like, seeing a lot of action scenes that are filmed way too fast and that are cut way too hastily, so it's kind of just, uh-huh. like, flash, and, like, I'm almost just, like, turned off by it, and, like, I'm just, like, ah, I don't want to watch this, yeah. I just want to, like, skip to the end and not see this fight scene, because it's just done poorly, so I was kind of, like, relieved that the action sequences and stuff were edited pretty well, Yeah. so I didn't, like, I didn't notice all, like, the problems that you had, I guess, Yeah. with that stuff, because I was, like, oh, this is done better than the stuff I've been watching recently.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Probably the one plot point that I had the most problem with was, spoiler alert, Claw dying, because Claw is one of my favorite characters. He's such a great villain, and Andy Serkis plays him, like, masterfully. He's so good. And I was like, why? Like, hopefully it's not something final, because I know, like, I know Claw, like, from the comics. So hopefully it's
1: not something
0: that is final. But I was like, man, I really wish this didn't have to happen, or this didn't happen. Yeah,
1: that was literally my number one complaint. Is I I understand the point of why Claw died, as far as Killmonger, and that my main issue will be, and I'm I you know you see Killmonger die, but it's the Marvel universe so it's like is he actually dead you know Mm -hmm. that type of a thing um we saw t'challa die and you know (laughs) we we saw how that we saw how that worked so i i uh i'm not sure you know obviously i'm not sure if that's if he's actually dead or not if he is though that's that was my main complaint is that if you basically killed black panther's two main villains in the first movie it seems a little like, I mean, aside from, uh, I, I've heard that like in some of the comic runs, like Dr. Doom is a big like player when it comes to like stuff with Wakanda and everything's like that. But yeah. like, obvi- obviously technically Marvel doesn't have the rights to use him yet at this moment in time. So, but I don't know. I just felt strange that you would kill both of them in the same film. Mm-hmm. Like what's, I don't know. Like, it just seems kind of like a, a waste to me. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially with how good both of them were, like yeah, they were, they great. were both amazing. I thought Andy Serkis is oh, so good. I
0: love Andy Serkis. I'll watch anything. Mm-hmm. And like just thinking about it now, like as you brought it up, if they knew like where they want the story to go, and they knew that they wanted Killmonger to you know die, quote unquote, why did it have to be like so fatal for final for Claw as well? Like there's no reason why they couldn't have just brought him in and had him detained because, you know, is not the person to execute somebody. Like, that's not who he is as a yeah. king. So, like, there's no reason they couldn't have just put him away for the rest of the movie, and like, you know, Wakanda has him back, and then they deal with, you know, the Killmonger situation. Or if, yeah, Killmonger exactly. you know, when Killmonger becomes king, and he's controlling everything, why wouldn't he send Claw back out, you know? Like, why wouldn't yeah. we have had that kind of scene? But, yeah, that was really like my only hang-up with it. It's like, I just want Claw to live. <laughs> Forever,
1: yeah, definitely. That, like I said, that was my biggest thing, and and it's. I mean, you know, our uh, our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige. I'm sure he has a plan, <laughs> so I, I don't I don't doubt that there's a reason and that there'll be something else that comes down the line. But it just did feel kind of like a bummer and kind of a waste of those those two characters and Claw specifically because I thought he was so good and his even like him. And like Killmonger's like relationship and the way they kind of interacted was hilarious and like I don't know I I felt like you could there could have been more done with that whole thing but you know I mean they they made the decision we'll see like I said it's it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe so who knows who's actually dead and who's not but we'll we'll see I guess down the line probably not for a couple years just because. With Infinity War and all that crazy stuff, I'm sure it's not gonna be uh, not gonna be you know soon, but we'll we'll see. Yeah,
0: I think everything's kind of up in the air or just like on a back burner until Infinity War, like this massive undertaking.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: This irresponsibly huge undertaking is dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going from that, what were some of your your favorite moments for the characters you really liked?
1: The the South Korea stuff was definitely awesome. I loved that kind of, yeah, like... Yeah, I loved it. Spy, like... As it, funny as it is and how futuristic it is, it also kind of reminded me of um, the opening for Temple of Doom when he's, like, trying... Oh, yeah. Like, when he's in the nightclub and, like, the, the whole chase scene that leads out of the nightclub. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it reminded me of that, too, which was really cool because, you know, Indiana Jones. And, Very cool. But, yeah, like, I, I love that whole scene for sure. Um, I loved the first time you meet claw and killmonger when they're stealing the the vibranium um, like hammer and claw <laughs> lets the guy like run away and then shoots him in the back and he's like why would you do that he's like you got to spread out the crime scene so it makes it look like it's real and like just that whole thing was really funny
0: yeah i love that part so yeah much. <laughs> it was so
1: good shuri T'Challa's sister was hilarious. Yeah. Um, they were so good.
0: She's she was great. Yes. I I didn't expect to like her as much as I really did. Yeah. She was She
1: incredible. was so good. Um the dormilaje were awesome. Super badass uh, and yeah. They were amazing. Uh,
0: Okoye is mm-hmm. too good.
1: I know, dude. Like their their relationship to you know the whole <laughs> the it, it's the line you see in the trailer but having like especially seeing what happens when like, they get back to Wakanda and then Shuri makes a joke about it too of like, uh, you know, don't freeze. And he's like, oh, I never freeze. And then you like, get back and it's like, he froze, <laughs> huh? Big time. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so funny. Yeah, as I, I, love, say, I, I love really like those. those. Uh, Martin Freeman was honestly a really big standout for me. Um, I, yeah, I, I sure. kind of have this feeling that he's going to be the new Colson. I think he's going to be, like, our phase... It seems
0: like that's what they want.
1: Yeah, I I, I, say, I, think, I don't know what phase we're on, phase four or whatever, but I think that, that he's going to be kind of the new, like, Coulson going forward. Um, and he had a lot more to do in the movie than I thought he would, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure, yeah. And I also liked the question, like, he... He drove, like, the main story arc of, like, should Wakanda help people outside of its own nation? Like, should they reveal themselves and show all this technology and things that they have? And, like, him jumping Hmm. in front and taking that bullet for Lupita Nyong'o's character. I cannot remember her name at the moment. But, like, for him to, like, jump in front of that and take that bullet for no reason and then... For them to be like, oh, well, like we have to take him and we have to help him because like he sacrificed for us. Like it, that, even even just that drove the main story arc of like, should they come out and help people? Should they reveal how advanced they are and sh- share this technology with them and all this stuff? So, yeah, he had a lot more to do um, than I thought he would, but he definitely didn't steal anyone's like thunder. Like, he, he was important no, to what all. he needed to do, and he was important to the story, but he didn't, you know, like, outshine anyone or, or take over what he was doing, so.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. They had, you know, the American CIA agent and, and the homegrown Wakandan both acting as the angel, like, a duo angel pair on his shoulder to to open his eyes to, like, what the rest of the world needs yeah. and, like, what they could use that Wakanda can offer them. And then, obviously, you have Killmonger and, like, you know, his uncle on the other side, that are just like, you know, we could conquer the world with what we have here. Yeah. And so it kind of in- informs him and who he wants to be, like, besides, you know, just his father's influence. And I thought that was great. I thought it was a great role for him to play. And it was it was crazy kind of seeing him step up, and I hope he's in more stuff. And I hope they do use him as that kind of role, because Colson's kind of taking a back seat like, you know, steering the wheel on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And it's kind of a crazy theory, but if he's going to stick around, and I hope he does, and I hope they put him in more stuff, like, he's a Ross. Yeah. Is he related to Thunderbolt yeah. Ross? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what someone something and said. And
0: maybe he could be, like, Red Hulk? I don't know. That would be we'll
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that that would be nuts. Because
0: it, it would make more sense having, like, a, a younger stand-in. Yeah. to be in that because you know if you can't get William Hurt to be in every movie yeah for, you know
1: he's yeah, kind of an older guy now for sure that makes sense yeah I don't know um, those those were kind of the main things for me um, the scene where Killmonger and like when he takes the heart-shaped herb and goes into the astral plane or whatever and, and that conversation he has with his father like that was pretty heartbreaking and very like wow this is you yeah, know this is really sad but yeah and some really great acting, but yeah, those are those are some of the standouts for me. Yeah,
0: I love the moments in the ancestral plane, both like as soon as T'Challa sees his dad, I was just like, I was already like tearing up. I was like, no, it's like it's too early. <laughs> we can't do this right now. And then it just, like it just yeah. continued. Like there was a lot of really emotional stuff that I really enjoyed. I love that they started off with yeah. uh, seeing T'Chaka and kind of you know planting that seed of the that seed of the story. And then later, it paying off. Yeah, the, the movie had a really good heart to yeah. it, and I really, I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, when he, uh, when he goes into the astral plane, when T'Challa goes into the astral plane for the second time, and confronts his father, and was like, you know, basically calling him out for what he did, and like, why did you leave him? Like, you know, like why did you do that? Like, that that part, the, I think the two, like I, I've heard some people criticize. Chadwick Boseman's performance that he kind of got over or he got outshined because of how like reserved and like stoic he is um but I think like that that scene where he is basically like yelling at his father like why did you do this and then the scene where he's trying to get um Forrest Whitaker's character to tell him what Mm -hmm. actually happened and he was like, no, I was told to keep it a secret. And he, like, yells at him, and he's like, I am your king yeah. now. Like, I was like, dang, <laughs> like, you about to get it?
0: Yeah, those were, that was incredible. I I don't see any credence to that. Uh, I thought they did such a good job. Like, we were speaking earlier about, like, the characters that surround Black Panther. And I thought it was really well done how they let him have that levity. He's not always super serious. Because he has these interactions with his sister and like his interactions with his mother and stuff. And they're laughing and they're joking like siblings would and like, you know, like family yeah. does. So he's not serious all the time. And you know, he's, he's kind of the butt of jokes sometimes, but he smiles and he's a happy guy for the most, for, you know, like for those moments as long as yeah. they last. And yeah, I thought the move, the moments where he, he shows that emotion and stuff really, really made me think, you know, Yeah, this is, this is Black Panther. This is Chichala. Uh, I love Zuri. Zuri was really cool. Uh, Force Whitaker's character. I thought it was great. (laughs) That was another one of those story points where it was like, it was clear to me that like, oh, this is his uncle's boy grown up and he's a part of Wakanda now. And then later on, they, he comes out and says it. I was like, this is really cool. I really enjoyed that a lot. Especially like him yelling. Yeah. Yeah. And that moment where he yells, like, yells at his father. It's like, okay, this is like him kind of, realizing who he wants to be and, like, coming into his own as his character and stuff. You know, a lot of characters, or a number of characters that we've seen so far in the universe, like, haven't gotten those moments yet, where they've, like, realized who they are and stuff, and it was really cool to see Black Panther have his, both, like, really early and then, like, in such a meaningful way.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love the line, too, that his dad used on him earlier on when he said, or was it... Yeah, I think it was Dad when he said that you were a good man and it's hard for a good man to yeah, be Yeah, that's king. probably
0: the number one line from the trailer that stuck with me.
1: Yeah, for sure. And But, like, you really see that line epitomized, like, in the film. Like, you really see that struggle of, like, him trying to not sacrifice who he is as a good person for the sake of, like, the kingdom that he is now in charge... Like, responsible for, um... And I feel like it encapsulates kind of, like, the whole character arc of T'Challa in this. Like, trying to maintain being a good man while also trying to, like, run his country the way it needs to be run. Um, Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good line.
0: Absolutely. Another one of my favorite parts that really hit me hard, and I guess we could segue into, like, more, like, the social stuff from this, was... That final moment at the sunset with him and Killmonger, where he, he tells him, yes, that yeah, last he line. tells him to bury bury him in the ocean next to his ancestors who knew that death was far better than bondage. I probably butchered that line, but yeah, that really hit me. It was like wow, I was like floored by that. I just yeah, I thought it was a great line and a great way for that character to kind of be. What's to rest yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And it was... Um, I don't necessarily want to say it was ballsy, but, like, it kind of was. Like, that was a very, like... I mean, a very, like, prominent, like, hey, like, this is what some of this story is about. Like, if you haven't gotten it now, like, we're going to really make sure you understand what we're talking yeah. about here. And it was... in And in the theater, like, when I saw it, it was definitely, like... After he said that, it was definitely this, like, very still, calm, like, quiet... Moment after that happened because it was it it it, that line hits really Mm -hmm. hard, and it's and it's interesting because you see like T'Challa's reaction after that of not like like it 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 hits T'Challa the same way it hits the audience because he's never known like that like what he's Mm -hmm. talking about like he's never known that kind of prejudice or that kind of suffering, and so the reaction that you feel as the audience is also the same reaction that T'Challa feels himself which is what kind of puts the final nail in the coffin as it were for him to open up Wakanda mm-hmm. and share the knowledge that they have and to help the people that they need to which I thought yeah. was really cool. And
0: that leads, you know, directly into him giving his speech of unity and helping each other at the UN in Vienna like the same spot yeah. Where his father died, he comes back to you know less than a year later, and he's trying yeah. to spread this message of unity. Like, but now he's opened it up to another level, to include the whole world. Yeah. And you know, I thought it was I thought it was amazing. I loved that speech so much. Yeah. And then you know they add the little tacked on bit of humor at the end, so like what did, what do sheep farmers have to show us? And they just you know he gives that knowing smile. Yeah.
1: He just smiles. Yeah. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, over, overall so it's, cool. it's
0: a great movie. And I love I love the message and you know, I love the characters very much.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I think the message was really good and I think that it I think the way that it came across was not I I never felt that it was like too preachy or like trying to bludgeon me over the head with like hey, this is what this is about blah 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 like it was very much like a natural part of the story and like the way that you felt and and I think that's also too why so many people are praising Michael B. Jordan as Eric Kilmonger and like how good his villain was just because it was definitely a villain that mm-hmm. you could understand the motivation and like understand where they were coming from and why they felt the way that they felt and someone pointed this out and I I, it, I can't believe I didn't realize it but someone pointed out the fact that like Eric Killmonger's motivation and T'Challa's motivation or their vision for what Wakanda should be were actually the same. It was just how they were going to get there was going to be different. Like both of them thought, both of them thought that Wakanda should be open and that they should show like, Hey, this is what we've got. But T'Challa's was obviously in a, Hey, let's, let's help. Let's fix things. Whereas Killmonger was like, Hey, we're the top dog, like why don't we just run everything because we have, you know, no one could stop us if we wanted to. So it was really mm-hmm. interesting how close those characters were together.
0: I think it's something that parallels also the differences between uh, Matt Murdock and Kingpin and like how they, they did such a great job of making, King, like, Wilson yep. Fisk, this very sympathetic character by showing you his side and showing you why he feels the way that he feels about Hell's Kitchen and how he wants to help Hell's Kitchen, but he's doing it in this really kind of underhanded, from the shadows way, you know, that Matt just can't abide. You know, the people in charge of these characters are doing such a great job with showing that. Like, they're not leaving villains to be... Like, for the most part, like, Loki's still pretty one-sided, but, like, nobody liked Thor 2 when he actually had character development. (laughs) So, like, for the most part, like, these villains... Uh, yeah, are getting some really good attention, you know. Even if they, you know, end up dying in the movie, I think, I think they're doing a really good job with it. I'm not even going to talk about Ultron. Weekend at Ultron. I really liked yeah. it there. Yeah. Especially in this movie that they paid attention to that, and had characters who were so closely tied together that that makes them more sympathetic.
1: I agree. Um, what did you think about the? Uh... The post-post credit scene <laughs> with
0: Bucky. I just I needed it to be longer. I needed like another twenty minutes of Bucky. Oh, I thought it was yeah. really
1: cool. I want him to be Cap so bad, so bad. I love Sebastian Stan, <laughs> dude. I want him to be Cap. Dude, I'm so really bad. hoping
0: like as much as it would suck, like it would be such a good turn for Infinity War. It's like you know, Cap Cap dies. Yes. And somebody has to take up the shield. Like you know, it's got to happen. Something. Yes. I just I want to see something major happen because you know they're building up something so major.
1: Yeah, well, and uh, the two things that I took from it is number one, it seemed as though it seems as though his mind mm-hmm. has been healed, like they were able to get rid of all the mm-hmm. programming. Uh, number two, he did not have his arm. So that implies to me that the arm we see in the Infinity War trailer is Wakandan. Of some kind, which if he has a vibranium arm and a vibranium shield, can we get uh, an OP (laughs) warning because that's insane Uh, (laughs) that he will have a vibranium arm and a vibranium shield. Like get out of here with that uh, if he becomes the new Cap. But uh, someone pointed out that the one of they call him the White Wolf and. Apparently the White Wolf is a character in some Black Panther comics um, that has like an interesting... uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. like, He has an interesting story and kind of interplay with what happens in Wakanda. And it's originally supposed to be a, a different character, but some people are speculating that they are going to change... Um, they're gonna change the origin a little bit for it to be Bucky.
0: They definitely have their artistic license and their right to like change stuff around, you know, if it fits, like how they want to tell their story and stuff. Like White Wolf is just such a obscure character and stuff. If they can make that uh, more meaningful and more like yeah. makes sense in like the current stuff, then like you know why not go for it? Yeah, yeah. There's so much that they could do. I'm just super excited to see what they actually do with Bucky they're, they're keeping him there for a reason you know ever since there was that movie where like we get Bucky at the end then after Civil War we get Bucky at the end and now we have Black Panther two years later it's Bucky at the end like you know Bucky has to be someone of substance yeah. for them to be putting this much attention
1: yeah um, I've got it pulled up here and this, it's kind of interesting so basically the character he his parents die in a plane crash um, that crashes into Wakanda, and he is adopted by T'Chaka as like his adoptive yeah. son, basically. And he's like he's a, a white man, just like obviously Bucky is. Um, and, and essentially, in the the, the storyline that happens, which obviously they use some of this for um, Eric Killmonger's character. Essentially, he feels that he is has equal right to the throne as T'Challa does, even though he's adopted. And they, you know, kind of go through where he ends up leaving Wakanda, even though he cares about Wakanda very much, just because of his conflict with T'Challa. But then kind of ends up coming back and helping Wakanda later on. Uh, But yeah, so some people are kind of speculating that they're going to change that a little bit and that Bucky is actually, like, could potentially stay in Wakanda and end up being... Kind of a because I, I guess the White Wolf character is a, is a a part of this special forces group that the Wakandans had, um, and that he was like the leader of it. But eventually they were disbanded because of how like violent they were, I guess, um, and how like ruthless they were. So I've read some things online where there might be a thing where Bucky becomes like the head of this like you know, special forces unit for Wakanda, which would be crazy. But obviously if he, if he becomes Cap, then that, that takes a whole different thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I thought really it was kind interesting
0: of interesting. Kind of
1: and it just may be um, as, as simple as like, Marvel does this a lot where they just kind of throw in a reference just to kind of like, for yeah. the people who know, it's kind of like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> like that's cool. So it, it could be something like that, but um, either way, I, I, I think it's really cool. And I think, I think coming, like, I have some wild speculation about Infinity War, but I think that, I think Bucky and T'Challa are going to be two very important figures in Avengers and the Marvel Universe as a whole, kind of moving past Infinity War. I think you're going to see those two characters really take another step farther into the spotlight. I would really like that.
0: Um, Yeah, it could be something just as simple as an Easter egg, just a nod and a wink to you know, the comic book fans who have read that stuff, people who have stuck with Black Panther for quite a while. But also, like, didn't it seem to hint that he might have some kind of relationship with Shuri, like with his sister? And that would kind of bring yeah, him into like, a more of a family setting with T'Challa himself. Yeah. And if they do...
1: We also don't really get a, a grasp as to how old Shuri is in the Mm -hmm. film. Like, she's obviously younger than T'Challa is, but we don't really know, you know, how old she actually is. But yeah, I mean, I I definitely kind of got that vibe too. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. And like I said, from the Infinity War trailers, Wakanda is very prominent in Mm -hmm. them. Um, So I think that whatever's going to happen is going to go down, or at least a lot of it's going to go down. Yeah, they did that one...
0: I can't remember if it was at the end, or, like, it was sometime after Killmonger had taken over, but they showed that one big building with the two spires, and I was like, I think this is meant to be, like, an establishing shot, like, to show us what this looked like, because I think in the Infinity War trailers, we see, like, the big ring that Thanos has. It's, like, set up right there. Yep. So I'm very interested to see
1: what happens there. Well, even Thanos and all of his might, even he, I don't think, would turn down the idea of having a mountain of vibranium to use for weapons and things. So, you know, who knows how that could play a part into it. Yeah, so. maybe,
0: maybe that vibranium paint yeah, from Titan. Yeah, who I, knows?
1: I, I, yeah, no, for sure. No, overall, I think it... Uh, I'm more excited to also see the fight between, like, the Wakandans against Thanos' hordes, just because of all the cool, like... The the like the cloaks that are also yeah. the shields, like those were super cool and like yeah. I think there'll be some really cool stuff that we'll see in uh in Cap's new like gauntlet shield yeah. things. Like yeah. It'll be cool to see what interesting uh interesting things they pull out to fight all Thanos, but Yeah,
0: man. It's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Like I don't have any doubts. Like the Russo brothers can do no wrong with me yeah. as far as I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, they they know what they're doing, but yeah, Black Panther's sick. People should go watch it. It really is
0: like, I don't want to get political or anything like that. There's a whole lot of like false controversy surrounding Black Panther right now, and I feel like it's probably the same people who you know had issue with Luke Cage when it came out that you know it's just not for them. And they can't just let it not be for them.
1: Yeah. I just had issues that they killed Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Yeah. And that's it, that but... was, just, that was, that's the same story. <laughs> like,
0: you killed a villain that didn't, that shouldn't have died. Yeah. And then you yeah. killed a villain that shouldn't have died in Black Panther. Yeah. Like, that's my problem. You know, if, if these movies are going to spotlight a culture and a, a culture and a vibe and give a certain group of people a look into who they are and a look into the heroes that represent them. You know, in this kind of cultural medium, like comic books and superhero movies or movies in general, then there's no reason not to let someone have that. You know, something that gives them hope or like a character that makes them feel good about who they are or like where they live or the situation that they're in. Like there's no reason that, you know, yeah, there's no reason that that can't be done.
1: Like everyone loves Peter Parker. (laughs) yeah Every, everyone loves Peter Parker because he's a teenage kid and we've all been teenagers and we identify mm-hmm. with it so it's like let people identify with something that is relevant to them like it's not gonna not gonna hurt your feelings and if it does then you just need to get over it like it's like it's that's that's part of it you know like anyone like people identify with Captain America because he's you know somebody that no matter what always stood up for what was right even when he didn't have the ability to do anything about it and then when he did he still kept the same thing like there's always these things that people can identify with and latch onto and trying to poop on somebody's parade is just stupid and like I saw all these things that are like oh Black Panther's not the first like black superhero film blah 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 it's like yeah you're right but it's also like the first one that anyone's been like hey We'll spend two hundred and fifty yeah, million on it. Like, that's a huge it's a huge investment, and obviously it was worth it. They've already made their money back on the movie, basically. So it's like obviously it's something people wanted to see, and it doesn't do like if you're uncomfortable with what the message says, then you probably have a problem and should check yourself and look into how you view the world because there was nothing in there that was targeted at any one type of person or any one type of race even. It was just like, hey, we should just not try to always kill each other. And like open lines of communication, like even even within like their own tribe, like Umbaku, like him talking to Chichala, like you're the first king in however long to even come up here and, and visit and talk to us. Like the, the main moral and the main kind of, point is that no matter what you should always try to help your fellow man if you have the ability rather than shutting them out just for the sake of self-preservation if you think that that's the only way that you're going to make it through so we need to
0: build bridges and not barriers
1: yep exactly people just need to get over it i absolutely agree
0: and i i feel like we've overlooked mbaku as a character and i want to say that he was hilarious and he yeah, was great. he was so funny. Uh, Manate, like I don't know if you read the comics or anything like that, but he's a big character in the comics. His mandate, and he's he's great. I thought he was yeah. going to be a much bigger part of the story than he was, but I'm so glad that they included him where they did.
1: Yeah, It's this the whole we're vegetarians <laughs> line was so funny, dude? Oh, that my was gosh. great. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Now he was he was he was awesome, but yeah. Now I'm gonna say I think. I think overall it definitely sent a message and I think you're going to um, I think you'll see more not necessarily more and more of that but I mean Marvel's been doing that for a while like in a lot of their movies whether subtly or not Like, they even did it in Civil War with like just forgiveness and like understanding like you see the whole thing with Bucky and Black or, or with uh Black Panther and um Yeah, Baron Zemo of him like not killing him and like you know, like you see they've always done a really good job, at least in my opinion, of incorporating message into their movies without mm-hmm. it being obnoxious and, and really like getting getting it to the For point. Sure. So I agree.
0: I think yeah. it's very well done. I wanna say one final thing. Okay. Whenever I was I was waiting in line. To get a ticket, and there was there was a group of like two adults and like four, three or four little kids of various ages, probably like ten to fourteen, maybe. And they yeah. uh, they were standing in front of me, waiting to get tickets for the same movie. They were going to the same showing as me, and they were talking about Black Panther, and they were talking about how much they liked Black Panther. And like the youngest one said that he really liked Black Panther because his suit was made out of the same stuff that Cat Shield is made out of. And I was just like, I was super happy from that. And then from there, (laughs) I was like, this kid knows that and it's cool. And then they started talking about if, like, since that's the case, uh, since he has the suit that's made out of the same stuff as Cap Shield, could Black Panther beat Thor? And they were just like arguing back and forth and it's like, well, Thor can (laughs) beat Hulk. And it's like, no, Thor can't beat Hulk. Like (laughs) back and forth and like having those conversations. I think, you know, when it comes to this stuff, like those are the people that like these movies are made for. This is the kind of attitude that we should all have. You know, it's just like, it's all meant to be fun and it's all meant to be enjoyed. There's something to be enjoyed with these films and these stories and these messages on like different levels, like no matter who you are and stuff. And I think, you know, kind of taking that attitude to it and with you makes it that much better of an experience. Yeah. All right. That's all I
1: want. That's Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> I love seeing stuff like that at the, at the movies. That's it's always great. fun.
0: From there, we will say goodnight to all of you beautiful listeners. Thank you once again for joining us as we uh, rambled on about Black Panther. We both really enjoyed it. We hope we hope you go out <laughs> and see it. Definitely. And if you didn't did see it, we hope you enjoyed it too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see it again. So. Yeah,
0: I really want to go see it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Amen.